Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. We've got a few things to get to to kick off this official visit weekend, which is what we're going to focus on on this edition of the podcast. By the way, I do want to say next week you'll hear from Caveras Hall, new SMU defensive back, a two-lane transfer that SMU added from the transfer portal, caught up with him to talk about summer conditioning, what life is like back on uh, Texas soil and on the hilltop now. So a lot of good stuff from him. That will drop next week as we'll recap the official visit weekend and anything else that we've got to get to on that front. Now, let's jump right in. A big official visit weekend taking shape for SMU with eight official visitors all on the defensive side of the ball coming to campus. And SMU is looking to build some of that momentum on the defensive side of the ball. They've had a run of commitments on the offensive side of the ball. They sit with eight commitments going into the weekend. We'll run them down real quick for you guys. Jackson Lavender, the wide receiver out of Lovejoy. Randy Reese out of South Oak Cliff. Along with teammates Abdul Muhammad, a defensive back athlete. And Naredo Stoker, an offensive lineman. Those two committed at their spring game. And moving down the list, you got Brandon Miazano, the first defensive pledge in the class out of Frisco, linebacker. And then Keldrick Luster kicked off the recruiting weekend last weekend with his commitment to the Mustangs. If you're looking for his comments on his commitment, we caught up with Keldrick and have that on the site for you guys, giving SMU its quarterback commit in the class. And then Richter Connolly out of Seminole, and Reagan Gill out of Houston, Jersey Village, two offensive linemen rounding out the latest run of commitments for SMU. The class currently sits third in the AAC, and the Mustangs aren't done yet, looking to add to that um, as uh, they sit behind Cincinnati and UCF in the class rankings for the on three consensus team recruiting rankings. Let's dive in, though to the official visitors who are set to hit campus. And I wanna lead off with the biggest name that'll be on campus. Four-star Arlington Mansfield Timberview defensive back, Jordan Sanford, somebody that on three is really high on, clocked a few impressive 100 meter times this spring to help bolster his stock. He's fresh off official visits to Northwestern and Oklahoma State. He's also set to trip to Texas Tech and Washington. SMU has been working him for a long time. Craig Niver's done a good job recruiting him, and for him to take this official visit says that the interest is sincere in the Mustangs, really the only G5 program in the mix for him. And I feel like SMU is, is certainly, you know, not a favorite here, kind of a, a school that is, is trying to take its swing at Jordan Sanford and, and try to make a move in his recruitment. I think Oklahoma State, Probably holds a good bit of the buzz right now. Uh, the in-state school, Texas Tech, uh, that joins SMU in this group of official visits he's got set are also a factor. I think distance could be at play here, which does give SMU some hope. If he stays close to home, I mean, SMU is as close as you can get for him. And I feel like SMU can make a move. I'm not so sure they'll land him by any means, but he's been high on SMU and Craig Niver for a while. Um, and so he'll be on campus this weekend. We'll catch up with him and see just how much SMU gave him to think about off of 
his busy week. He's fresh off Oklahoma State. He got back into Dallas and then will head right to SMU for his official visit. Kind of keeping it in the secondary, SMU will also host DeSoto defensive back Jaden Milliner-Jones, somebody that has been on the radar for a long time with SMU. He's held an offer for about two years now. The prior staff recruited him, and SMU didn't let up. Scott Natty was recruiting him uh, during the transition and kept SMU in the mix. Craig Nivers picked up where you know that kind of started and has really kept a close eye on him. You know, DeSoto is a program that SMU is trying to recruit, trying to make waves in, uh, being you know one of the powerhouses as far as talent in the Dallas area. And I do think SMU sits in a terrific spot to land him. Um, Arkansas, Minnesota, Boston College, and others have also offered him. But he really shined at SMU's camp. He shined in spring ball and came on late as a junior uh, to really solidify himself as a full-blown Power 5 type of player. He's got good size to him. I know he's listed on on three at 5'11", 190, but standing next to him, I saw him uh, this spring at DeSoto. And he's probably 6'1", maybe a shade below, um, and and has that prototypical kind of safety look. I think he would be a terrific strong safety in the AAC for SMU and somebody that as his senior year unfolds, now that he's healthy, he kind of battled some injury uh, as a sophomore uh, and going into his junior year over the summer, that really kind of held him back a little bit. But now that he's healthy, he's made some waves, I feel like he's a really, really good prospect on SMU's board, and it wouldn't shock me if he ends up sticking uh, in the Dallas area and playing for the Mustangs. Uh, I do think, as a senior, if he continues his upward trajectory, he could be somebody that SMU, if they land him this summer, might have to fend off a little bit to keep him in the boat. You move on to the linebacker side of things, and SMU has two really good prospects, I think, here uh, coming to town to to, – uh, to visit. And I want to lead off with Bryson Washington, Franklin, Texas athlete. He's been on campus multiple times this spring. He's set to visit Boston College next weekend. I do think SMU is kind of a dark horse here. I mean, I know he, he keeps kind of a low profile and, you know, hasn't really let too many people in on his recruitment, but I think SMU does stand a shot here. And after his you know, track season, somebody that you want to be recruiting. I think as he settles into the defensive side of the ball, he's going to be a really solid player at the next level. So SMU will take its shot with Bryson Washington this weekend. And then Katie Paytow, linebacker Alex Kilgore, 6'2", 200-pounder. SMU is really kind of battling UTSA, it seems like here, from what he told me. But he's also got offers from Rice, Army, Navy, Tulane, uh, UL, Louisiana Tech. And he just camped at Texas A&M. I think when you draw up linebackers, you want them in that 200-pound range coming out of high school from what we're seeing in the NFL draft, guys that can add weight and still run. And Kilgore is a part of a a Paytow defense that is really, really uh, impressive. They've got five-star defensive lineman DJ Hicks now. Um, They've got um, Damian Sanford, another SMU target who who cut SMU. He's going to end up probably going power five uh, in all likelihood. But SMU has stayed on Kilgore, and he's reciprocated that interest. I think he's going to end up visiting UTSA as well. But I could see SMU landing Alex Kilgore. Uh, Again, I think he's somebody that when you draw up linebackers, he's got the makings of being a good one. 
uh, and you know could kind of play in space well almost has a little bit of a lanky safety body in a way without that weight on him so uh, Alex Kilgore is the next official visitor they're gonna have so four down four to go uh, and let's switch over the defensive line let's start with the guys on the edge San Antonio Central Catholic linebacker Braden Flowers uh, set his SMU official visit Houston, UTSA, Colorado State, and Iowa State are the schools he's talking with most. He's also camped and, and seen Baylor, Houston, Texas Tech. I think he's somebody that, while he says he wants a decision in, in the early signing period time frame, I think he's probably going to have to make a decision going into his senior year. Uh, SMU has done a really good job recruiting him. Ricky Hunley and Calvin Thibodeau recruiting him. Hunley's kind of, it seems like, the San Antonio recruiter. Uh, for SMU or one of one of a couple and so he's built a good relationship with Braden Flowers he's got some good good genes I, he his uh, brother um, I believe is is a, a fullback was a fullback for Oklahoma um, and and his family includes Eric Flowers former NFL offensive lineman uh, from what I've picked up so some good genes there with Braden Flowers and a guy on the edge that SMU likes could play kind of a stand-up rush end uh, at 6'2 220 pounds already and then you go over to the, uh, well, other edge prospect, defensive end, could probably bulk up and, and be, you know, a true hand-in-the-dirt guy from what I see, uh, and I think that's where he fits naturally. Uh, Houston C.E. King, defensive lineman, Jalasian Landry, he's coming in, and he is really, um, I think if he was a little bit taller, probably has the, the more, more power five offers to his name. Utah and UNLV are also in the running for official visits. Uh, Memphis and uh, the Raging Cajuns are also high on him. He's camped at Houston. Uh, he's checked out Baylor. Uh, Texas is showing interest. And again, um, I think he's somebody, if SMU really turns the heat up for, will, will you know could very well end up at SMU. He hasn't set those official visits elsewhere yet. If he ends up making a decision soon, it could be SMU. He told me he doesn't really have a timeline just because uh, he is expecting to you know, pick up some more offers. And he plays on a C.E. King defensive line with Dylan Spencer, who's committed to Texas, uh, a four-star defensive lineman there. So he'll get some looks. He'll get some opportunities uh, as his senior year unfolds. But SMU's been on him for a while. He really has a good relationship with Calvin Thibodeau. He just raved about him when we talked. So moving more to the inside, guys that I feel like will probably end up uh, on the inside of that defensive line at the next level. Uh, Killing Ellison, uh, defensive lineman Brendan Bett, 6'5", 270 pounds, Baylor, Colorado, Houston, Texas Tech. I think he's going to be somebody that SMU probably has a little bit of their work cut out for themselves. Uh, Baylor's right there. Um, Houston, I think he could be somebody that this is a stretch you know, candidate to join the class in a way. They're getting him on campus for an official visit, taking their swing and seeing where the cards fall. Um, again, just a big, big body that is going to command some more attention as a senior because of that. Moves really well on tape from what I've seen as well. So Brendan Bett is going to be on campus. And then let's lead or let's uh, leave you guys with a prospect I feel SMU is in a terrific spot for. Austin Vandegrift defensive lineman Damian Wimberly. Uh, I saw him this spring at the Dallas Under Armour Showcase and really impressed with his ability to move. He played a lot of defensive end in that camp, but if you look at his frame, 
I mean, he could be a, a true defensive tackle. I don't think he's a nose by any means like Brendan Bett is, but uh, he'll definitely play inside once a, a college weight room uh, and, and strength and conditioning program gets a hold of him. Uh, he's been a target from the get-go for Calvin Thibodeau. And uh, so I placed an on-three recruiting prediction machine pick in for the Mustangs to land him. I placed a couple other picks, so be sure to subscribe to on theponyexpress.com to check those out, as well as get coverage of the full official visit weekend, reaction from the guys, what they thought of their trips. But with Wimberley, Cal Berkeley, Texas Tech, UTSA, Vandy, uh, are all schools that he's mentioned as, as far as having interest in and wanting to take visits to. And I, I do think that, again, he's kind of a projectable guy that that really is suited to kind of move inside. As far as a body type, he kind of reminds me of uh, Devere Levelston. Devere, when he was recruited to SMU, obviously had a year in a, in a JUCO weight program, so he's a little bit bigger. But just as far as what he could pack on, I think that's kind of what they'd hope for uh, as far as him packing on weight. Um, and I do think SMU sits in a terrific spot to land him. So uh, Damian Wimberly is is a really, really high um, you know target for SMU. They've been on him for a while. Uh, and you know he's ready to you know make a decision from what it seems like. He told me he's trying to get down to a top two and then and then make the call. But again, Calvin Thibodeau has uh, built a really, really good re- relationship with him. Uh, they have a really good bond. Uh, uh, Calvin Thibodeau calls him uh, his big freak, uh, which is uh, you know what he calls all of his guys that are, as, as uh, Damian put it to me, big dog, big freak, freakish athlete. Uh, and that's what uh, Calvin Thibodeau sees in Damian Wimberly. And uh, it seems like his recruitment is kind of winding down. And if that's the case, SMU sits in a terrific spot. Uh, he was on campus for the barbecue uh, last week on Thursday as well, so made the drive up for that. And now he's back for an official visit. So that kind of puts a wrap on the eight official visitors that are, that'll hit campus. We'll have all your intel for you guys as the visit weekend gets underway. Plenty to come on the site on theponyexpress.com, so be sure to check us out. But wanted to run down this group of visitors for you guys. Again, next week we'll be back. Kavaris Hall joins the podcast. And we will recap the weekend, maybe some commitments to come from this weekend of official visitors on the Hilltop. So... With that, hope you guys have a great weekend. Lots of things happening at SMU. We'll also try to uh, get some tidbits on how summer conditioning is going for you guys. We dropped some notes on some of the freshmen that arrived, so be sure to check that out on theponyexpress.com. But hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoyed this edition of the podcast, and we'll catch you next time.